This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Team in my office that tried this case. Because the scale and the scope of Donald Trump's fraud is staggering. And so too is his ego. Hey, to Mar-a-Lago, President Trump just stepped out. Let's go ahead and go to him. Let's jump to Mar-a-Lago. Okay, there we go. Building is great every day. It affects New York. It's mostly talking about New York, where we have a totally corrupt attorney general. She campaigned on the fact that I will get Trump, I will get Trump, everybody's safe. Who doesn't know what he's doing? And 
we're heading into a third world war because of this guy. We have to win this election. They're doing everything possible to step in a way, but we're not going to stand for it. So thank you very much. We will get back to work. Uh, it's a ridiculous award. This is a fine of $355 million for doing a perfect job for having paid back alone with no defaults, with no problems. The banks were totally, you know, at the trial, they testified. We had an expert witness from the Stern School at NYU that made a statement, and I was very honored by his statement. He's one of the most respected people anywhere in the country for doing this kind of thing, expert witness. He said, this is one of the greatest financial statements I have ever witnessed before. And he talked about even the detail. So my numbers actually were extremely concerned. Listen, a fine of $355 million for doing a perfect job, for having paid back a loan with no defaults, with no problems. The banks were totally, t you know, at the trial, they testified. We had an expert witness from the Stern School at NYU that made a statement. He, and I was very honored by his statement. He's one of the most respected people anywhere in the country for doing this kind of thing, expert wisdom. He said, this is one of the greatest financial statements I have ever witnessed before. And he talked about even the detail. So my numbers actually were extremely conservative. They saw this. So what the judge did is he brought down certain values like Mar-a-Lago, made it ridiculous. But the expert, after having all of this, testified to one of the best financial statements he's ever seen. And I was honored by that. But I also knew we have a corrupt judge. He's not a respected man. And again, I said before, he's been overturned on this case by the appellate division four times already. It's a record. Nobody's ever been overturned on one case four times. And I think very importantly, and I think ultimately the most important, we've employed tens of thousands of people in New York, and we paid taxes like few other people have ever paid in New York. And they don't care about that. They, it's, a, it's a state that's going bust. It's a state that's going bust because everybody's leaving. And it's all headed up by Biden, who's destroying our country. So this is Russia. This is China. This is what you've been reading about all your lives. And it's happening right here in our country. Thank you very much. We will stop it. We will make America great again. You have my word. Thank you very much. Okay, um, right there, you just saw live in Mar-a-Lago, that's President Trump's, um, thank you guys, that's President Trump's um, statement. We're going to play in a minute, uh, T uh, Tish James uh, came to the microphones only for a second. But just to summarize, $355 million fine, including, uh, I think, $4 million to Don Jr. and $4 million to Eric. Also, they broke it down, but in summary... President Trump borrowed money from banks in the normal course of business in his real estate business. These were, and it was secured, collateralized by obviously the properties. They were um, some of the most sophisticated banks in the world, some of the most sophisticated real estate lenders in the world participated in these loans. Um, and the subscription, you know, and breaking these loans and the syndication of these loans. President Trump paid substantial fees and interest rates. No loans were defaulted. No payments, I don't believe, were late, as least I saw. Didn't come with the trial. 
The loans are paid off and the banks made plenty of money. The state of New York argued that they were fraudulent financial statements, phony valuations. Well, here's the issue, and this is why the banks didn't agree. The, the banks just don't sit there and you just won't walk in and you just don't take what somebody hands you and take it as holy writ. You have your own independent uh, people that do assessments. You have your own valuation experts. You have uh, your own consultants, if it's a peculiar property. You have then your own teams that do not just models, model after model after model. The due diligence here, which is the process of which you go and make sure that everything checks out, checks out is substantial. That's called the fiduciary responsibility of the banks to their shareholders and to their customers. In addition, you have a, a, not just legal teams on contracts, you have especially of real estate law, just like you have in the banks, real estate finance. In other words, somebody's doing high tech uh, investment banking or doing a retail, um, uh, you know, commercial lending. Here you have experts who every second of their professional life are focused on real estate, particularly in the, the marketplace of New York. This is the most well thought through real estate market probably in the globe with, with some of the most sophisticated lenders, sophisticated lawyers, sophisticated advisors and consultants. What President Trump did was the normal course of business of which any company, and this is what's scary, it's scary for you. This is exactly what happened in, in Russia with the Moscow show trials. This is exactly what happened in Germany later. They can take and twist anything that is part of the normal course of business and they can twist it. They can twist it because they control the rules. They can twist it. $355 million. Now, this is all for one thing. This is because uh, President Trump is running to take back the White House to win his essentially third time for his second term. And Letitia James and these people, um, are lawless. This is not about the rule of law. This is lawless. It's called lawfare. You live in a lawless society of complete anarchy and chaos. You don't think it's anarchy and chaos? Walk through Times Square. Just walk through Midtown Manhattan. Just walk around. Go there at 8 or 9 o'clock at night and walk around. See how that works out for you. Look at what happened in Kansas City the other day, which they still really haven't even named the perpetrators. Oh, they're 15-year-old kids, so we can't talk about that. took what, 36 hours even to come out? We told you at the beginning what this was going to be. If the guys had MAGA ball caps, they'd be kicking down the doors of their houses, you know, 30 seconds after it happened. This is the, the Republic ending. We've told you about the finances, and we're going to try to get uh, Philip Patrick to join us here in a little while. We told you about the Republic ending uh, financial situation, and you can see that. Today, we had a quite detailed discussion about it, about the deficits. But Mike Davis keeps bringing up that this lawfare is also Republic ending. It's certainly ending that Republic that was bequeathed to you. I mean, if you had told somebody about this, even when Trump ran in 16, as bad as the Clinton, Clinton gangsters are, you would sit there and go, what are you, what are you talking about? They're going to do what with Trump's business empire? For what? 
because these money center banks, these big banks, did what? If the big banks had a problem with the valuations, they don't take them at face value. This is the whole thing's a sham of this. They don't take them at face value. They do their own independent due diligence. They're required to do their own independent due diligence. They have a fiduciary responsibility not to accept anything Trump says. To do their own independent assessment, their own independent due diligence. And they came up with that these loans were, were properly collateralized and that they were charging the right fees. And hey, maybe it was high, maybe it was low. The valuation of real estate is both a science and an art. But the banks never complain. This was 100% driven by Tish James's campaign promise, Letitia James' campaign promise to get Trump. This is the same thing that's happening in Atlanta, the same thing in Washington, D.C., the same thing in South Florida, the same thing in Colorado. And you have to ask yourself, what is it that drives them to get Trump? What, what is this obsession? Because it's gone from Trump derangement syndrome, which is just them on cable TV and everything like that, talking trash and, and, and with their heads blown up, etc., to now getting to a very dark place. Because if they can take Trump's business, they can and they will take yours. They can and they will take yours. Remember after President Trump left the White House, went back, remember the billboards down in Atlanta? If you see anything, notify us for domestic uh, uh, extremists, domestic terrorists, that would be you. If they can do this to Trump, it's not only can they do it to you, they will do it to you. That's why a lot of people have a lot of fear and anxiety about what's happening in the United States right now. The reason they're coming so hard is because of this audience, because you have President Trump's back. You are the muscle in his movement. You're the ones that knock on the doors. You're the ones that send the emails. You're the ones that help organize the precinct strategies. You're the ones that go to the conferences. You're the ones that are force multipliers. And please make sure you go to um, CPAC.org right now. We need you there. We're going to have the force multiplier for cpac.org slash war room to get your $95 ticket. Also go to warroom.org events. Make sure, go to events. It'll pop up. Just go there. Come. It's totally free to the, uh, to the um, force multiplier academy. We're on Wednesday afternoon at the, uh, at the same hotel complex that we're doing the uh, that CPAC is going to open that night. We're going to do a little pre pregame for, you know, four or five hours and get everybody in a room. We've already had tremendous feedback on this. So get your tickets. I think we only fit in 200 people. Maybe a stretch. You get a free lunch, a nice free lunch. I might add, you get to hang out with all your war room um, personnel, our producers, and particularly the on air talent. As much as we can get there, it's going to be there. We're going to be talking about some, some great topics that you want to, you're going to want to come. Also about how to become, uh, how to take all this information and make it actionable and how to drive this. Because you have to. What they fear is you. Now think about that for a second. Why would they fear that? Here's the reason. President Trump threw a wrench into the system because the system was broken. And it was only getting worse. That was what his 16 
victory was about. But now they understand, and they flip the cards over. This is why I say that the 16 victory was providential. The 20 lost, the steal was also providential. Because up in that time, people had this idea that they were just Democrats and Republicans or conservatives and liberals. No, no. They flipped over all the cards, including a card they flipped over today. Have any time in American history, please point to me, of the government taking a political leader of a movement, a presidential candidate, and not just some, you know, Harold, what, Stassen or whatever the guy was. Stassen used to run all the time in Minnesota. Not, not some gadfly. I mean, someone who's a legitimate president for, uh, candidate for president. Somebody's already been there and now is leading across the boards. <coughs> excuse me. Everywhere. Everywhere. On what democracy would you do? That's a banana republic. What you're seeing in New York is a banana republic. It must be stopped. Because if they can do it to Trump, they can and they will do it to you. Remember, Trump is worth, I don't know, five, six, seven billion dollars. You're not. You're not. You're not. This is why you talk about people being debanked and deplatformed. They want to set, they want to create an apartheid state so that MAGA and the deplorables are kind of in an apartheid state. And they run the deal. Well, here's what we said to that. Screw you. That ain't going to happen. Not on our watch. And that's why we're fighting back. And not just that, that we lead across the board and you're prepared. You're on the, the eve or the cusp of one of the biggest come from behind victories in American history because they thought you were gone. They thought your champion was gone and they thought you were gone. They weren't going to talk about any MAGA. You know, Rupert Murdoch. Remember, every time you cut on Fox and you're watching it, you're supporting the Murdoch family, and they're as bad as evil as source. Because remember, old man, the super evil one, it's his email. It's his email. We are going to make Trump a non-person. Well, guess what? War Room gets a vote too, bro, and uh, you lost again. Just like you try to put you and Megan, using Megan Kelly Back in uh, 15, you try to put Trump out of business very for, first debate. That didn't work too well, did it? Didn't, didn't work out for you? No. This one worked out even worse. Not only is Trump a, not a non-person, he's once again the leading political figure in the world. Think about it for a second, that man that comes to, to right there to his door. What, has he, what crime has he committed? What has he committed? He's committed a crime to say the system is absolutely and totally broken. It's been exacerbated since the financial crisis of 2008 and also the wars, the forever wars in Iraq and Afghanistan that cost us $9 trillion and has virtually destroyed the country. You combine that with the financial crisis, which we've never really recovered from. The wealthy made out great. More concentration of wealth during Obama's administration than ever and also later during the um, end of the, you know, the second part of the pandemic and through Biden, 1%. Best they've ever had it in the history of the earth. Okay? That's all because of the way they've gamed the system, as we've explained on here time and time and time again, and using the Federal Reserve to print money. And that's why we have to end the Fed. Would love to do it with the Fed as a part of this, but you can't because it's a constant money printing machine. We're going to have Philip Patrick on here in a moment from Birch Gold to talk about that. So, what was Trump's crime? Was his crime 
the three, three and a half years of peace and prosperity where all he did was take care of the super bad guys like the ISIS caliphate. Remember Obama told us when we did the transition that was going to be a generational struggle. Uh, it actually wasn't. It was 18 months into Trump's term. They were gone. The physical caliphate was destroyed and a lot of the bad guys were killed. Peace and prosperity. President Trump took a trade. His federal, his federal reserve uh, head, who was Janet Yellen time, took one trillion dollars off of the balance sheet. Tightening, quantitative tightening. The QTs, one trillion dollars off while President Trump structured the economy, had the tax cuts that got us, I don't know, three percent, three and a half percent growth with all those with no inflation, no low interest rates. People making more money they'd ever made and by the Christmas of 2019. Remember that? Remember those good old days, those halcyon days? Remember we had peace? He stared down the mullahs. He stared down the Chinese Communist Party, put terrorists in, started to bring them to the knees. Putin not invading anywhere. Remember that? Making NATO pay 2%, of which now they're getting to paying 2% because President Trump had to browbeat them, and they understand with MAGA, America First, coming back, they got to do it. They finally got to become an alliance, not a protector of the United States. We want to be allies, but we don't want to be overlords. All of that. Terrible what Trump did. It's terrible what he did. Now, your betters... Every day on the Atlantic and the New York Times and Maggie Haberman and CNN and MSNBC, Joy Ann Reed, Rachel Maddow. Look at that collection. Think about it for a second. Would that collection of clowns I just named, would that collection be able to run a superpower? When you see the people opposed to President Trump, you're seeing it right now. Eight to 10 million invaders in this country since President Trump left shortly after noon on the 20th of January of 2021. 10 million invaders in our country destroying the education system, the healthcare system, the inner cities, crime out of control. 10 million illegal alien invaders. Think about that. Also, $34.5 trillion of debt, of which we're never going to pay off a penny. We can't even pay. Uh, we can barely pay uh, the interest, and we certainly can't pay. We certainly can't pay the deficits. We're spending seven trillion, we're bringing in about four and a half or five. It's two trillion a year, as far as the eye can see. Wars everywhere. Israel with the worst day since the Holocaust. The whole world in anarchy and chaos. Think about that for a second. Think about the people that hate Trump. Think of how they've done. You think the cities, look at, look at Letitia James. Just uh, look at, excuse me, look at, uh, look at Fonnie Willis on the, on the witness stand here. Say, don't, don't listen to Steve Bannon. Don't listen to the commentators. Don't listen to Mike Davis. See what you see. That's how your cities are being run. Look at the day in New York. They took a man's business empire for what? Because he was in business with banks, banks that lend money as they do every day in New York City against real estate and transactions. Got paid off. No bankruptcies, no defaults, no late payments. Got paid off, made plenty of money. And some judge deems that they did not do their fiduciary responsibility. They should have charged higher. Are you kidding me? In the United States of America, in the global financial capital of the world, the judge sounded like like an idiot, sound like some maybe, I don't know, a freshman or sophomore in high school that's trying to learn finance or trying to learn uh, economics, but doesn't quite understand because the judge doesn't understand how the world works. You can tell that 
by the idiocy of his questions. Your city's governed by that? Your country governed by that? Your country governed by Jack Smith? Because this is where we are. Look at Biden. Biden today gets up and is talking about Russia and talking about Putin again and, 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 the, and the opponent of Putin that they obviously looks like they killed in this prison in the Arctic. Because I don't buy the coincidence that he just, you know, got cold or tripped up or whatever. At the start of the Munich conference, it's just I'm not a big believer in coincidences. And they're bad guys. Biden loses his train of thought right in the middle of it. This is a guy that a special prosecutor said his words. Uh, we got the goods on him. He deliberately retained this information, classified information, deliberately re retained it and distributed it to the ghostwriter and other people that he talked to. But we're not going to charge him because he's just an old man with a bad memory. He's an old man with a bad memory. So that old man with a bad memory is fine for the Democrats to have his commander in chief with his finger on the on the on the red button. And Trump gave you three years of peace and prosperity. So therefore, Trump must be persecuted, not prosecuted. This is persecution. And the persecution is because he's America first. He puts his country first. And as importantly, President Trump puts American citizens first. American citizens first. Had he put you first? So he said right there, if he had stayed at Mar-a-Lago and had a great life after they stole the 2020 election, if he had accepted that, none of this would happen. Today would have never come. He'd be buying golf courses, hanging out with Melania, enjoying life. It's been agony what he's gone through. And remember, they still got 700 years of prison on the other side of it. Why? 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 It's quite simple why. He gave you a voice. He had your back. And now it's time for us to have his. Okay. I came and played Letitia James talk for a few minutes, but just more rambling nonsense. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to insult the intelligence of this audience to hear that rabble. And that's what she is. Rabble. Um, comment on our president, the real president. We're going to take a short commercial break. I think Philip Patrick's going to join us on the side, but this is a quite tragic day in the United States of America of the rule of law burned to the ground by your betters. Short commercial break. Return to the worm in a moment. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. 
fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. 
follow because every month it's going to change. But here's the key. First of all, January is not the highest read. Okay. In 2021, the high read was July. In 2022, it was March. In 2021, it was November. And yeah, by a significant not... margin over January. <laughs> Told you. And if you look at, if you look at all the seasonalities, we've revised, you know, I have these big charts all over the room of all the numbers. That's what I look at to give you. Big boards. I had to redo them. There's been so many revisions. Why? Because they want to get the seasonalities better. So I understand that January might be a little freaky sometimes, but it certainly doesn't be a standout. And if this number was half or much less than half of the current inflation rates, would all of the people talking about it's one-off, would they say it's a one-off cooling of inflation? There's a huge bias here, okay? Inflation is running hotter. Growth is slowing. That is the definition of stagflation. Whether it actually happens or not, nobody on this panel, nobody at the Fed, and nobody in D.C. knows for sure. Three months ago, they thought all these numbers were going to be significantly smaller, and they were wrong. Here's the key point. Three months ago, the Federal Reserve and uh, the Secretary of Treasury, and we couldn't figure it out, Philip Patrick of Birch Gold. Thank you for joining me. We couldn't figure out why all of a sudden Powell was saying and, and Yellen was saying, hey, I think this is getting better. There's going to be four or five rate cuts. And we're sitting there going, hang on. A couple of weeks before that, he was such a hawk. As we said at the time, I did at least, it, there's a convergence of Treasury and the Fed working in conjunction just like you have lawfare, here you have finance fair. They're going to sit there and do whatever they have to do to prop up the carcass to make sure that Trump does not return to the White House. It blew up in their face, did it not, uh, Philip Patrick? Well, it absolutely blew up in their face, just as we, we predicted it would. It looked like a political stunt at the end of last year. It looks even more so like one today. Uh, producer price index numbers came out this morning, uh, showing a 0.6% increase in services for January alone. Uh, biggest beat in core PPI uh, really since January of 2021, up 5.7% year over year, and 17.4% since Biden was elected. Now, rising prices for services concerns the Fed a great deal because that's where two-thirds of consumer spending goes. The other thing it does, and the Fed won't be happy, but it increases the chances that the Feds are going to keep rates higher for longer. The market's now pricing in less than 30% odd of a rate cut in May. And this was on the back of bad news earlier in the week. CPI report coming in at 3.1% year over year, a 0.3% increase in January. So both uh, were significantly higher than mainstream economists had forecast. And as we've mentioned before, these are the official inflation reports, right? If we used a more accurate methodology employed by the Bureau of Labor Statistics back in the 80s, which measured the cost of maintaining a constant standard of living, today's inflation rate would be 12% by the government's own metric. Now, the problem is the Biden administration simply cannot afford to be truthful about inflation. Let's not forget Social Security for now, is the biggest budget line on the federal government's budget, 21% of the total budget, $1.4 trillion last year. And Social Security payments, of course, as we know, are indexed to inflation. So when we see a 1% increase in the official rate of inflation, it costs the government $163 billion in additional Social Security payments. The difference between 3 and 12% would cost nearly $1.5 trillion a year. 
let's bear in mind, Biden administration are projected to be about $2 trillion in the red this year. They simply cannot afford to be truthful. And that's why all we get is gaslighting, you know, our, our attentions turn to the numbers, suggesting that Bidenomics is working when we all know the reality is very different. This is why Santelli went off, is exactly what uh, what Philip Patrick's talking about. He, he was tired of the happy talk in the CNBC panel. Remember, hopefully you've learned over the last couple of years, the inflation is cumulative. It's also kind of the inverse of the, of the purchasing power of the dollar. The inflation is now, because it's cumulative, uh, over, what, 14, 15, 16, maybe 18 percent. The, the BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics, if you want to keep the same cost of living, inflation should be 12 or 13 percent. The purchasing power of the dollar is down, I don't know, 18 to 20 percent. It's all directionally in the kind of same area. That's why they lived experience. This is why they can't sell Bidenomics on the talk shows and on all the big thinkers and the high thinkers where he's got low employment, not counting the people who are working three jobs. Oh, inflation's coming down. It ain't. And it particularly not for your life. This is why the BRICS nations, why, P, uh, why um, uh, my brother here and I three years ago, why Philip and I three years ago started the end of the dollar empire because we started and said, hey, you know, these guys are actually trying to implement modern monetary theory. They'll never say that, but they're taking this radical French idea and trying to do it. And this is going to crush the dollar. And that's exactly where we are now. And don't take it from Philip Patrick or Birch Gold and Stephen K. Bannon. Take it from one of our great enemies, Putin, who laid it down in the Tucker Carlson interview, exactly that the strength of the United States is the dollar, its currency. And the BRICS nations are sitting there going, hey, Maybe the deplorables have to suck on this and maybe MAGA has to suck on this and maybe Republicans have to suck on this and maybe all of them because they're all U.S. citizens, they have to suck on this. But we don't. We've got natural resources and we're going to figure this out in the interim. We're going to call the central banks with all those smart Harvard MBAs and Stanford MBAs working there and tell them, get your calculators out and start buying gold. And that's what they're doing. And that's why you're starting a de-dollarization movement. Philip, is that basically the theory of the case? Uh, that is exactly the theory, and we are making it easy for them. Look, the BRICS nations are buying gold for two reasons, right? One, it is just a good financial trade, right? As you mentioned, since the pandemic, the dollar's lost 17% of its purchasing power. Gold's up significantly more than that in the same time period. So number one, just a good financial trade, and we can thank President Biden for that. The second reason is very clear. We are using our sanctions in a very, well, they weren't thought out properly, right? These countries are now looking at each other. They're understanding that by holding dollars, they're creating demand for dollars, which strengthens the dollar, which we are then wrapping up into a big stick and beating them with it. So the reality is, they say by buying gold, not only is it a good trade, but we start to kill demand for the dollar. As demand wanes, the dollar becomes weaker. The argument for the dollar as global reserve becomes weaker, and that's how we lose it longer term. So we've been playing into their hands, the Biden administration has, and they're making the decision easy for central governments. You know, I've been a big proponent of economic warfare when it's highly targeted and you use it to really take something down. What happened in Russia is it blew up in their face because they hadn't thought it through. Kind of even part of what happened with the Persians kind of blew up in their face, particularly when the Biden team got here. But let me just put a pin, take your number two pencil and write something down. 
seizing the Russian assets in the central banks, which came to about three hundred, the crush of three hundred to five hundred trillion of uh, billion dollars. When you look across the board, uh, all in U.S. government securities, if they convert that to dollars and give that money, because right now we've seized it, we haven't stolen it. If you tr- convert it into dollars and give that money to the Ukraine, because the House of Representatives that re- represents the people of this country say no more money for Ukraine. If you go around it, the end of the dollar empire is going to be here a lot quicker than you think. Because people are going to say, hang on for a second. They, I actually buy their securities. I hold them there so we can accommodate trade and use it for trade and make sure that we oiled uh, everything we need to oil for trade. And they can at any time just seize it first and then later on convert it and give it to our enemies. I don't think I want to be part of that system anymore. Philip, is that is that what we're is that why we're on the abyss right now? It is it is absolutely why we're on the business. At the end of the day, if your assets can become liabilities overnight, you're going to start looking around and trying to find alternatives. And like I said, you couple that with the fact that the dollar is actually plummeting in value. It makes those decisions very, very easy. We've been playing into their hands and they know it. That 60 minutes interview was very telling. Putin referenced our national debt, referenced how we're encumbered overseas and how we should be focusing on domestic issues. And I think on that point, he may well have been right. Uh, Philip, I know you're so busy. It's We're so pleased to get you on here because the demand for your services is overwhelming. But I want people to know, if you go to Birch Gold slash Bannon, you can get the end of the dollar empire. It's totally free. It's there to basically make you smarter. Uh, number three, the third installment, the debt trap. Phil and I went back with the Birch Gold team and we update the numbers. You wouldn't think something we put out last spring for the debt ceiling. You would have to update the numbers, but we did. And the new numbers will shock you. But that's the reality we have here. Uh, but how do people get to you? How do they get to you when they say, hey, look, I want to find out more. I want to find out about gold as a hedge. I think I've really got to do this now. And one of the great things is you're, you're tremendous on education and then talking about the various products and services you have. Where do they go? It's really simple. It's birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. Again, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. As you say all the time, Steve, information is key. That's where we start. So end of the dollar empire reports will give people a really good historical understanding of how we got here. We can also help people with information kits on how to protect some of their retirement with physical precious metals. So really simple, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon and at least get the information. Philip, thank you so much. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And right here, knowledge could be money for you. Philip Patrick, thank you. I know you're super busy. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you, Steve. Isn't it ironic? I get Philip on the show because he's so busy now. I get him on the show on a Friday and we booked this. We got to book him early because he's swamped, but we, we booked him. And then you have, and then you have the situation with, um, with New York. At the same time, we're talking about, wow, maybe that makes a good time that I should talk to somebody about some gold because I just saw where they're going to take Trump's $400 million he's got on his balance sheet. They want 355 of it. Just take it, seize it. And this is not some third world dictatorship. This is not some banana republic. This is not something in Central America or South America or Sub-Saharan Africa or parts of Asia. No. This would be in the financial capital of the world, not the financial capital of the United States, the financial capital of the world. The most significant, if you added Frankfurt, 
in the city of London, in Tokyo, in Shanghai, in Hong Kong, in Singapore, and yes, even throw in Dubai, right? Add them all up. New York City is more important as far as a financial capital goes. Now, you're providing uh, what you do. I say the liquidity is because of the, of the uh, understructure, the infrastructure of common decency in the, uh, the little platoons, as Burke called them. Because it's that safety, it's that absolute safety and security that makes our capital markets that people want to invest here. But we're shredding the rule of law. There's no more rule of law. Royce White in the previous hour is correct. There's the rule of outlaws, not the rule of law, the rule of outlaws. And that's what Tish James is, and that's what that judge is. When they can come in after you've borrowed money from the most sophisticated banks in the world that are specialists in the area and where you're borrowing money, and they put the best teams around because you're a big client, the best teams around, and they do their own due diligence, they lend you the money, the money is paid back, they make their fees, and they make their interest. And years later, you're taken into court because maybe they could have charged more on the interest that, that people that look at the situation years and years and years later say that, hey, the assets, maybe the assets weren't valued. Well, hey, don't look at Trump. Look at the guys that lent the money. And the guys that lent the money saying, hey, what are you talking about? There was no default. There was no late payment. We got paid. What's the beef? What's the beef? Here's the beef. It's very simple. He's had the audacity to put you in the room. You, are, you, you were powerless in this country. Powerless. The whole thing with the Bushes and, and, and voting for Republicans. Look what you were, you were voting for your own destruction. $9 trillion in Iraq and Afghanistan on wars that they started and then lied to the American people. I want to go back and do some due diligence. Let's go back and look at the start of those wars. They lied to the American people, lied to everybody, and then wouldn't ever get out. Why? Because their buddies are making too much money. Go to Section 60 in Arlington National Cemetery. Go over there today and ask them if it was worth it. Ask their families if it was worth it. Ask the children. If it was worth it, knowing what we know now, that's what represented you. That's what you put in office. I'm not blaming you because you were lied to. And the network you all turn to is the same network that the old demon sent an email and said, we're going to make Trump a non-person. We're going to make Trump a non-person. We're going to make Trump a non-person. Well, guess what? War Room gets a vote too. And he looks like he's a, pretty big person right now and you look quite small and you're great uh, what are you going to take him on with Ron the Robot DeSantis all I heard it day in and day out and you had town halls and you had this he was everywhere he was on the couch the wife's on the couch all of it and I said at the time you people are fools you people are fools and when he flew around did that three day tour of the world DeSantis and he went to the city of London and has a presentation guys I know were in the room and then told me this guy is a small-time governor it lacks from a backwater state. Now, Florida happens to be one of our greatest states, but that's what he acted like. That's what the Murdochs and Fox put their money on, and we put our money on Trump. And I'm just asking for the empirical evidence on the afternoon of the 16th of February, in the year of our Lord, 2024, who made the right bet? 
They hate Trump for one simple reason. You. Let me repeat that. They hate Trump for one simple reason, and that would be you. They hate Trump. They want to destroy Trump. They want to send Trump to prison for one simple reason, and that is you. And you know why? Because you've had a belly full of how this works. You've had a belly full of how it's running. You're sick and tired of seeing your country destroyed. You're sick and tired of seeing your nation invaded. You're sick and tired of having your taxes spread all over the world on stuff that you fundamentally disagree with that does not support your values. And most importantly, you're sick and tired of having your sons and daughters die on foreign battlefields to support the crap that goes on in this nation and throughout the world. And you finally said, I've had enough of it, and Trump is my guy. And if you think they're just going to sit there and pat us on the head and say, this is good, look what they did to him today. That's just their opening salvo. It's going to get a lot uglier. But they got to understand something. We've come this far, and we're about to go a lot farther, and we ain't backing down one inch, and we're going to win. And when we win, and when we win... As sure as the turning of the earth, there's going to be accountability. There's going to be accountability of what went on here, of how we got in this situation, of how that election was stolen and everything that's happened all the way up to the current time and then all the way up to the 5th of November in the year of our Lord, 2024. So Tish James, go to the microphone and talk all you want, baby. Because 5 November is coming, and hey, folks, we got a lot of choppy water between then and now. Part of this on the morning show, we had people talking about, hey, it's not just foreign powers. It's just not these hackers. It's just not uh, non-state actors that are trying to listen and get every piece of information from you nonstop. It's your own government. We now know that 26 of us that were associated with President Trump were illegally spied on by foreign intelligence service. It's not Steve Bannon saying that. It's Matt Taibbi. Used to be the lead reporter for the Rolling Stones. Got a tremendous substack out. I want to bring in one of my favorite, the satellite phone store. We got a special today, and I want my man to walk through it. A big special. How you doing, sir? I'm good, Steve. How are you, mate? <laughs> Thank um, you. We missed the hit the other day, but we got it on today. I hope you don't mind my rant. We got a couple minutes. You take it, sir. No, I appreciate it. Awesome. Um, Steve, I think today is a great uh, reminder and a sad reminder that uh, anything can happen uh, anywhere. If you look from East Palestine to Lahaina, Maui, you know, you do not get a warning when a dis major disaster is going to happen. So the only thing that you can do to increase your chances of survival are be prepared. And we've been talking about preparations here, obviously, for a long time with satellite communications. Uh, but you need more than that. So what we've done today at prep123.com is we put together the ultimate survival go bag with SATCOM. So what this includes is a bivy stick right here, which connects to a mobile smartphone like this, which is included, and 36 months of service. So right off the bat, you will be able to use this, uh, the bivy stick and this phone to communicate via text messages, uh, and receive text messages no matter what is going on when all the cell towers are down and the service is prepaid, unlimited service for three years in advance. And Steve, we've also got a portable power pack included right here. So you can recharge your phone and your bivy stick. We then have a portable solar panel that can recharge all of the above. 
And then to keep you safe here and from being tracked, we have two Faraday bags, one for a phone, one for a laptop. And then we also have here, it keeps going. See, we have a knife designed by uh, Mike Adams, a Magna Cut steel nine inch knife with a four inch blade right there. And the list goes on. But the point is, is this is a bag you can pick up when, so, when the proverbial hits the fan, you can pick up this bag, go, and you have a greater chance of survival because of what's in it. Not everyone has the time to put together all these things. And there's nothing new here, but it's everything that you need to be able to survive. I say including communications, including a life straw, so you can drink dirty water right to your mouth through that filter. But you have the ability to survive with this kit. And it's at prep123.com. That's prep123.com. Or call 775-235-6884. That's 775-235-6884. We're back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Chris is going to join us. Lou Dobbs is next. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money in our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting in dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Dot com, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.